Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, this morning we give you glory. We honor you and we bless your name. We magnify your holy name, O God. We thank you, Father, for this day. You raised us, O God, this day. Some people didn't make it to see this beautiful day, Father God. But we are here. It is all because of your grace. It is all because of your love, O God. It is all because of your mercy. We thank you, Father, for raising us up this day. We thank you, Lord, for those people who are always tuning in on this podcast. Father, I pray for your divine protection over their lives. I pray, O God, for your divine protection over their lives, O God. Father, may you cover them. May you protect them from the hand of the enemy. In the name that is above any other name, the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for this day. This is indeed the day that we have made. We thank you, Father, for your blessings, O God, that we encounter each and every day. We thank you, Father, for your holy word, O God, for your lamb, O Lord, like David says, it is a lamp unto our feet. May you open our hearts, O God, so that we may receive your word, but not only be receivers of your word, but the doers of your holy word, O God. We thank you, Father, for this platform, O God, that you have afforded us, O God, to share your word with your people, O God, all over the world. We thank you in the name that is above any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, I greet you all, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ this morning, this morning, this morning. It is a, a morning in, 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 in South Africa um, this day. It is a morning, it is a morning on the 18th of November, Wednesday. It's a beautiful morning indeed. Well, um, I am the latter day preacher, as you know by now. This is your favorite podcast. Um, deep utterances of the word of God where we go deep in the word of God so I greet you all brothers all over the world I greet you brothers in Europe in Asia I greet you all brothers in America I greet you all brothers in uh, brothers and sisters all of you all over the world in Africa I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ and I just want to take this time and say I appreciate you I appreciate you a lot for always tuning in. I thank God for you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, welcome for another dose of the Word of God. Today we are on the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 3. We are starting from verse 1 and um, we will probably end at verse 11. Yes, I think so. Um, um, Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. Um, uh, today's segment is called um, No Confidence in the Flesh. No Confidence in the Flesh. No Confidence in the Flesh. Praise God. Remember, I said it's Philippians chapter 3 from verse 1 to 11. Uh, no Confidence in the Flesh. Praise mighty Jesus. May the Lord afford us his wisdom this morning oh god may the holy spirit speak tomorrow this morning oh god as we read the his uh, as we read the scriptures the holy scriptures in the name of jesus so let us go to our word let us go to our word let us go to our word well let us read finally my brothers rejoice in the lord it is no trouble for me to write the same 
things to you again and it is safeguard for it is a safeguard for you remember as you know this is another letter of brother paul apostle paul to the to to to, to the church in philippi to the or to the churches in philippi praise god verse 2 watch out for those dogs those men who do evil those mutilators of the flesh verse 3 for it is we who are the circumcision we who worship by the spirit of god who glory in Christ Jesus and who put no confidence in the flesh praise mighty jesus so as as, as this as scripture begins already paul praise god is warning the people alerting them praise god you know and and and, and urging them to 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 be aware praise god of 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 religious men praise god who are not who are not um operating in the spirit of god or who are not in the spirit and he says here watch out for those dogs those men who do evil those men who do those mutilators of the flesh those mutilators of the flesh those mutilators of the flesh who are these mutilators of the flesh of the flesh obviously paul is referring to 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 the to, to those Jews who 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 rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ who have confidence in in their flesh who have confidence and and who have confidence in their circumcision praise god basically um uh, as you know as a as a tradition to to the Jews they they are circumcised when they reach a stage a certain stage praise god so their circumcision is different to 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 Africans because here in south africa we don't go through circumcision at a, when we are 8 days old but we 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 wait up until we are 18 20 to 18 and above praise god it, praise god because the way we do it here in in, in south africa of course um it is so that you know um uh, um let us say it is a symbol of 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 manhood here in south africa especially to my tribe which is the kosa tribe which is the kosa tribe that is where i come from so when you reach a certain age and you feel like now i am a man at age 18 age um 20 25 you know when you feel like now i am a man So that is where you go through circumcision. Praise God. Praise God. But our circumcision process is very different to the Jews circumcision process because the Jews they 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 are circumcised when they were younger, when they are babies. We are circumcised when we are older, when we when we consider ourselves men. So to us the process of circumcision is taking a boy and turning him In, in, into a man praise god so when you after you are circumcised you are called a man in my tribe you are no longer a boy but before you are circumcised even if you are 25 if you are not circumcised you are regarded as a as a boy praise god until you go through circumcision and you go to the mountains or or or, or the forest 
that is where we spend let's say four weeks six weeks there in the jungle or in the mountains we stay there up until we 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 we, we recuperate from 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 the scars of or of, of circumcision so after we are healed from that we we, we we go back home praise god so but here it is different and uh, um, in the jews and 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 paul is very observant because he is very observant observant of, of, of these men because he used to be one of them praise god remember paul is a pharisee he used to be one of them he used to persecute the church so he knows the zeal that they have for their religion. He knows the zeal that they have. Praise God. So he knows that they, 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 they exalt the physical things, the rituals that they go through more than they exalt Jesus Christ. So he's warning the church in Philippi that watch out for, for those dogs, those men who do evil, those mutilators of the flesh. Verse 3 says, For it is we who are circumcision, we, we who worship by the Spirit of God, who glory in Christ Jesus, who put no confidence in the flesh. So Paul is telling them that it is us, born again Christians, followers of Jesus Christ, who are circumcision true circumcision because our circumcision is a spiritual circumcision it is not a physical circumcision because whatever you do to this body praise god it has no meaning to god praise god it has no it is no longer have a, it, it does no longer have a meaning to god perhaps it used to before jesus christ came Praise God. So the circumcision was physical before that. Because, because you must remember that even circumcision, it is a covenant that, um, that um, the people of, of, of Israel had with God. But even that circumcision, it was only a shadow for a real circumcision that was to come. Remember everything that happened, praise God, during, before Jesus Christ came in the olden days in the old testament praise god it was a shadow of what was to come and when jesus came this physical circumcision became irrelevant unimportant praise god so now the physical circumcision became irrelevant so the spiritual circumcision took place that is the real circumcision now that we as people as Christian, as people of God, we should be, um, uh, we, we, we should be, um, back again, we should be uh, boasting about, if I might put it like that. Praise Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. So, the Bible says here, Hallelujah. The Bible says, For it is we who are circumcision, we who worship by the Spirit of God, who glory in Christ Jesus and who put no confidence in the flesh. We put no confidence in the flesh because we are spirit children. We are spirit people. We are spiritual beings. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 4 says, Though I myself have reasons for such confidence. Now this is where Paul 
um, um, this is where Paul is saying that even I myself as Paul you know I have reasons for such confidence so and he continues and he says if anyone else thinks he has reasons to to put confidence in the flesh I have more I have more and he outlines he names them he names those reasons praise God so he says yeah if anyone thinks he has reasons to put confidence in the flesh I have more so now Paul is saying he has more because remember Paul was speaking against embracing rituals uh, physical things praise God even circumcision uh, physical circumcision because it is this it is remember uh, let, let, let me just point this out remember um, during the days when um, uh, uh, because this matter of circumcision it, it was the matter one of the matters that you used to cause divisions praise God among Christians praise God. you know the story of Peter you know where uh, Paul rebukes Peter praise God because uh, Peter when he saw praise God other Jews praise God he didn't he, he did not want to to, to, to to eat with Gentiles praise God but in, in their presence but when they were not there he used to sit down and eat with, with, with Gentiles why because when he saw because Peter knows praise God he knew that Gentiles are, 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 are not circumcised praise God that is why Paul rebuked him Paul rebuked him and he called him a hypocrite for doing that praise God because being Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, he should have known that. Praise God. He should have known that. The rituals, the physical things, even circumcision, praise God. The physical circumcision, it is irrelevant. Praise God. In the new race, praise God. They were no longer living under law now. Praise God. They were living now under grace. He should have known that. That is why Paul rebuked him. Praise God. So Paul is trying to explain even that today. He says, if, if, if people, they say that um, they, they have reasons, praise God, to, to, to boast about um, um, rituals or circumcision, physical circumcision, I have more reasons. And he, and he, he counts them here. Listen to this. Verse, verse 5, he says, Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin circumcised so Paul went through the circumcision himself when he was eight years when he was eight days old eight days he went through the circumcision himself and on top of that he comes from the chosen nation of Israel a nation that God promised to Abraham. Praise God. So he, he is not only circumcised, but he is also an Israelite. He comes from the tribe of Benjamin. Praise God. And on top of that, he is a Hebrew. He says, a Hebrew of Hebrews. He is a Hebrew of Hebrews. Praise God. 
in regard to the law, a Pharisee, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for, leg- or, or, as for legalistic righteousness, faultless. So Paul counts all these things that will make him, that would have made him to be very proud, to have reasons, praise God, to have reasons, to why? To have reasons why? To have confidence in the flesh. Praise God. Because he, if I may put it, comes from royalty. A royalty in what sense? In royalty in, in a sense that he is circumcised. He comes from Israel, the chosen nation of God. He is a Hebrew of Hebrews. He comes from the tribe of Benjamin. And this man was a Pharisee. He knew the law of Moses very well. In other words, he was educated, praise God. In other words, he he was up there in society. He was not a poor man, praise God. And And for zeal, persecuting the church, and for legalistic righteousness, faultless, faultless. This man is the man they used to depend on him when it comes to persecuting the church. And a lot of Christians back then, they were killed. They died because they were sent by Paul to prison. And they were, when they were sentenced, they were sentenced to death because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm talking about women. I'm talking about men. Praise God. So this man had all the credentials. This man comes from the... From, from, from the tribe of Benjamin. This man comes from the nation of Israelite. This man has been circumcised, physical circumcision. This man is a Hebrew of Hebrews. On top of that, by law, he's a Pharisee. This man, he's persecuting. Praise God. So this man was no ordinary man among the Jews. Praise God. And for legalistic righteousness, faultless. So according to the law, he was found to be faultless. Praise God. Praise God. Because they were looking at the righteousness. This, this worldly righteousness. Not righteousness based on faith on Jesus Christ. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. So let us go to verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. Remember, we are talking about here, about not having confidence in the flesh. Paul is trying to explain the reasons why he had all the right to, to have confidence in the flesh, but because of Christ, praise God, the position that he had in society, the education, his lineage, and everything that made him to be who he was, praise God. He, praise God, he, remember, listen to verse 7, he says, but whatever was to my profit, so in other words, whatever position I had in society, 
whatever money I had or I could have had in society, the cars, their houses, the, 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 the position, everything, praise God. So it, he says, but whatever to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. That means I leave everything behind. No matter how comfortable my life was, no matter how rich I was, no matter how educated I was, no matter if circumcision or not, but I leave everything for the sake of Christ. In other words, he leaves everything to carry the cross of Christ. Listen to verse 8. So what is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Compared to the surpassing greatness, there is nothing greater than knowing Jesus Christ. There is nothing greater than experiencing Jesus Christ or encountering Jesus Christ. That is what Paul is saying there. He says nothing matters. Nothing matters. Their money, their cars, their houses, nothing matters but the, but the greatness, but the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ. So he says here, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain trust. So what is that is a hindrance to you right now, my brother? Praise God. What is that? Because some people are so comfortable in sin. Praise God. Because even though, even though um, Paul was a Pharisee, even though he comes from Israel, even though he was circumcised, he was a Pharisee, even though he was a, he was a Hebrew of Hebrews, but he was, there was still something that was missing in his life. Praise God. Even though he was considered according to the law righteousness, righteous, but still his righteousness was the righteousness of this world. Praise God. It was not the righteousness of God. Praise God. Remember, righteousness, in order for you to be considered righteous or acceptable to God as righteous, praise God, you must believe. Because remember what the Bible says about Abraham, the father of faith. Abraham was credited righteousness, was credited to be righteous, or was acceptable to God as a righteous, as righteous, because he believed, because the Bible says he believed, and that made him to be accepted as righteousness of God, or as a righteous man of God. Praise God. That is why today we call him the father of faith. Praise God, the father of faith. So you can have all these things, the money, the position and everything, but they don't matter. They are irrelevant if you have no Jesus Christ in your life, if you are not born again Christian. All these things, they don't matter because remember what, what the Bible says. Remember what the Bible says. The Bible says you must believe things that are not seen because things that are seen are temporary. So things that you can see by your eye, your physical eye, are, are temporary. But things that you cannot see, things that you are, are, are eternal, they have eternal life in them. 
So the cars that you have, those things are temporary. You can drive a Lamborghini today and trash it tomorrow and it's gone. Or you can drive a Lamborghini today and die today. Then that Lamborghini goes to somebody else. You can own a, a, a mansion today. That mansion can catch fire tomorrow. Or you might die in that mansion today. And you die without Jesus Christ. You know what will happen to you. So there is no eternal life in you. You will die in darkness. Then you will live in darkness. You will live in internal, in internal darkness. But if you die in Christ, then you have eternal life. You have gained eternal life. This is what, um, this is what Paul had to sacrifice. Praise God had to sacrifice. Praise God. He left his comfort zone. Hallelujah. So that for the sake of Jesus Christ. So he says, I consider everything. He, 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 he concedes that he has lost everything. But he considers all those things that he has lost rubbish. So that he, for why? Because so that he can gain Christ. To him, Gaining Jesus Christ, to him, gaining eternal life is the most important thing. It should be the same to you, brother. It should be the same to you, sister, wherever you are. Praise God. Consider everything that is a hindrance to you today. Everything that makes, you, what that makes it hard for you today to serve and worship God the way you want to. Consider it rubbish. Leave it behind. Gain Jesus Christ. Gain eternal life. Partake in your, in your inheritance. Praise mighty Jesus. Ah, la, la, la. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, he says here, What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, but my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain trust. What is it that you consider rubbish so that you can gain trust? You have. You have things that are hindrance to you. Perhaps it could be even the relationship that you are in. It's toxic. It doesn't allow you to, to serve God the way you want to. Then leave it. Consider it rubbish. Leave it. Leave it. If it's toxic, leave it. The relationship that you are in, your lifestyle, leave that lifestyle. The friends that you have, they make it hard for you to serve God the way you want to serve God. Leave them. Consider them rubbish. That is what I did, brothers and sisters. I left friends. I left everything. As I'm here with you, I am telling you that my friend is my partner. You know, my real friend is the woman that... That I'm in relationship, my partner, my real friend. That is who who is my real friend is. You know, and my real friend is Jesus Christ. I have no other person that I consider or I call a friend. Praise God. I have brothers and sisters that I fellowship with, but they are not my friends. But they are brothers in Christ. These people I worship them, I love them with all of my heart. But my friend is my wife. My friend is Jesus Christ. Those are the only two people I call friends in this world. I left everything. And like Paul, I consider them rubbish so that I may gain Christ. Hallelujah. So verse 9 says, And be found in him, not having a righteousness 
of my own that come from the law. But that which is through faith in Jesus, the righteousness that come from God and is by faith. Exactly what I was talking about earlier. The righteousness that you remember what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6. It says, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Meaning that it's very important that you have the righteousness of God. And that is how you are acceptable to God. When you believe, by believing, that means you have faith in God. So if you have faith in God, then you are accepted as righteous by God. Praise God. So you can say that you are righteous according to 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 the wisdom of this world or according to the people of this world but without Jesus Christ if there is no Jesus Christ in your life then i i question that righteousness because the righteousness of this world goes like this the righteousness of this world says i am righteous they say he's a good he's a good guy he's a righteous guy he's a good guy but only if he can stop you now chasing skirts if he can stop chasing women if you can stop alcohol, if you can stop chasing men, if you can stop doing that, if it, there's always a but when it comes to the righteousness of this world. But a righteousness of God, you know, a righteousness of God will always remind you when you're about to do something bad that, eh, because who reminds you is the Holy Spirit that is in you. So if you say you are a born again child of God, that, is, that means that you, 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 the, the Holy Spirit that is in you would want you to be righteous. Praise God. It will always remind you when you're about to do wrong that, hey, don't do it. Don't steal. No, don't lie. Repent. Confess. Say you're sorry to God. The Holy Spirit in you will always tell you that. Praise God, because we are not perfect, but the Holy Spirit will perfect us. The Holy Spirit will perfect us because when you are righteous and you have the righteousness of God, the one that is needed, the one that is wanted, then you will hate sin as much as God does because the righteousness of God makes you to be holy. Praise God, because you want to do right. We want to please God all the time when we have the righteousness of God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So that is what we should be doing. Seeking the righteousness of God. How do you gain that righteousness? By being born again. Hello. Hello. By being born again. By accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord. Accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord will give you access to that righteousness of God, to that righteousness of God. And the righteousness of God will lead you to holiness. Praise God. And holiness will perfect you in the eyes of God because you will hate sin. You will always want to please God. Praise God. Even when you fall off for a while, you will always get up and repent and ask for forgiveness and confess your sins. To God because the Holy Spirit will always remind you that you've done bad here you need to repent you need to ask God for forgiveness you need to confess your sins 
So seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. So verse 10 says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his offering, becoming like him in his death. Verse 11. And so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. That is one to that is one that is what we all want as children of God. We want to know the, the power of his resurrection. Praise God. Becoming like him in his death. Praise God. And so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. To attain from the resurrection from the dead. Praise God. That means in order for you to have all these things, the righteousness we talked about, attaining in the resurrection from his death. In other words, to be raised with him. Have no confidence in the flesh. Have no confidence in the flesh. Have confidence only in him. The author and perfecter of our faith. Die for your sinful nature. Become who God wants you to be. Live in the spirit. God bless you. Father, we honor you. We give you glory. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, O Lord, that you are always faithful. Thank you, Father, for opening our hearts and our minds, O God, to your word, O God. May your word, O God, always be a lamp unto our feet. I thank you, Father, for those people who are always tuning into your word. Father, open their hearts, O Lord, so that they may receive your word. But not only receive it, O God, but also be doers of your word, O God. Let your word lead us in everything that we do, O God. Let your word, O God, live in us. Let it dwell in us, O God. Father, we thank you. You are faithful in Jesus' mighty name. Well, brothers and sisters, it has been another beautiful segment. May the Lord that I serve, the Lord of heaven, may he protect you. May he embrace you. May he love you always. Well, it's been a lovely day. Um, until next time, until next time, I am the Latter Day Preacher. I come from South Africa. Until next time, um, Tada, bye bye. I love you all in the, lo- in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bye bye.